Welcome to Find Your Still Point, a podcast for busy people looking to feel calm in the midst of the chaos of life. I'm your host, Jessica King. I'm a therapist, yoga teacher, wife, mother, business owner, and entrepreneur. I know busy, and I know what it feels like to let busy rule your life. I've spent my career learning ways to cultivate presence and contentment. And you know what? I'm still working on it. I want to share the humanness of this practice and encourage you to embrace all the perfectly imperfect parts just as they show up. In this podcast, I will talk about the challenges we all face while trying to find presence, teach practical skills to reduce stress, and I hope I just keep it real with you guys because life is hard. But as they say, we can do hard things. I infuse modern evidence-based psychotherapy with yoga philosophy and a little touch of neuroscience nerdiness into my style of teaching because I believe when we know more, we do better. I'm here to give you glimpses into my own journey in hopes that somewhere in the mess of it all, you find inspiration to get present with the life that you're living and find your own still point. So let's get started. Well, hello everyone. I am so happy to be here with you today. Today, I'm going to be talking about this question. What is your still point? You know, why am I using this word? What's the goal? What's the point of it all? So I guess I first want to just pause and let you all take a minute and think about the word still point. So as I say it, as you think about the word still point, just notice what comes up for you. Do you have any images arise in your mind? Colors, shapes? Are there any sensations in your body? Any urges to do or not to do anything? Meanings or thoughts? I pause and do that first, just to say you may have your own internal perspective about your own still point or about what that means. And that is gonna be way more powerful and important than anything I can ever say or ever teach. So when we feel somatically in our bodies or in our core about something, it is way easier to replicate than it is learning from the top down or from kind of hearing my words and learning from that um, prefrontal cortex, that, but that thinking part of your mind. So if something came up organically in your body, listen to that and really utilize that sense of feeling or image um, to support being able to replicate it in your life daily. But to share my perspective, when I think of the concept of still point, uh, it comes from a T.S. Eliot poem, still point of the turning world. And I'm just going to read an excerpt of it um, for you. Um, But if you have time to read or even to listen, I'm going to put a link in the show notes uh, so that you can go and check out the entire poem. But T.S. Eliot writes, At the still point of a turning world, 
neither flesh nor fleshless, neither from nor towards. At the still point, there is the dance, but neither a rest nor movement, and do not call it fixity, where past and future are gathered, neither movement towards or from, neither ascent nor decline, except for the point, the still point, where there would be no dance and there is only the dance. Hmm, I love that excerpt from that poem. And to me, it really speaks to the essence of present moment awareness or mindfulness. When I read it and sit with its meaning, I imagine myself sitting in the middle of a crowded room of people, all moving about. Maybe it's like a train station or an airport. I really don't have further in that image. I just know that there's a lot going on around because that the, the rest of the story isn't so important because everything's just moving. But I remain planted in the middle, unmoving. In the image, I know that there's loud sounds and noises, but those are not overpowering. There's a distance between the sounds and myself. I sense that I'm not fixed or rigid in that stillness. There's actually a feeling of moving air and of the energy of people moving past. And as they do, I can just gently sway in and out of their paths, kind of in an effortlessness. Mm. Mm. That's the goal, right? To have the world continue to move, to be part of the dance and the movement of it all, but to remain present, remain present and aware with this ability to react and shift as needed. So I guess maybe that's my definition. If I could kind of go back and repeat that a little bit. The goal of the still point is to have the world continue to move, to continue to be part of that dance and the movement of it all, but to remain present and aware of our ability to react and shift as needed. Hmm. So it's not that we're unaffected. It's not that we become totally dis dis um, disconnected from everything to be able to find the stillness. It's actually that we are so affected by the world that we take it all in. And then that we have choices after taking that all in personally. There's another image that comes to mind. I actually have had it described to me in this way um, about finding present moment awareness or mindfulness as being the spoke in a wheel. So you're like the center part of that wheel that most of the time we're living our life on the outside of that wheel. So we're getting impacted every time it rolls over, right? There's a rock that like hits in and we feel that it's sharp edges or it gets covered up by mud and gunk or maybe even deflated by sharp nail punctures. And that we can be like that, being on the outside of the wheel, like just rolling through life and letting everything kind of deflate us or cover things up. Or we can live our life inside the spoke of the center of the wheel, 
um, where we just kind of observe it all. Like we're, we're aware, we're aware of the mud, we're aware of the nails that are coming up, but we remain kind of unaffected there in the center. And the spoke of that wheel is where we just observe it all. We are aware of all the impacts, but remain unchanged. So the reality is we cannot remain completely unimpacted. You know, our external environments shape us in lots of ways. But it's when we can be the observer of the, of the environment that we begin to truly experience all of life's circumstances. And yoga practice, we are often invited to be this observer. So it's through the meditation, we become the observer of our thoughts. We're kind of distancing ourselves from the impact of our thoughts routinely when we're meditating. I love the saying, don't believe everything you think, because it's so true. Our thoughts float in and out, and they're not always accurate or based in reality. So we, in meditation, we become distance. We become the observer of them. We get choice there. That's one way that we can kind of lean into our still point. And also we, we start to experience the same thing in our breath awareness. Each time we breathe, there is one pause at the top of the inhale. And every time we exhale, there's a slight pause at the bottom of the exhale. You might even try that right now, just noticing. Just noticing the pause when you breathe in and out. And how does that shift the way you feel? You know, we also do this in the actual postures of the, of the yoga postures. And you might experience this in other types of movement too, but that as each posture shifts and changes, there's a transition movement that's neither movement nor stillness. It's, it's the change. It's the point where they're kind of dancing between one another. And if you have a different movement practice, running or cycling or dancing or whatever it is, you might be able to resonate with that physical part of that, that's still point that happens that's not actually really still it's actually it's neither one right but it's the that that there is the embodied experience of this concept that it can kind of help us take those concepts off of our yoga mat or off of our cycling bike or off of wherever we feel that embodied we can kind of take it off and utilize it in our life so those are like, I think I went through th you know, three or four examples of the way I understand or kind of conceptualize and even embody this, this like concept of finding a still point. But goodness, it isn't easy, right? I can count, you know, a hundred times a day where my still point is lost, where I'm not like in that place where I'm not, I'm not part of the whirling circus that's going on around me. <laughs> it's so easy to be there. You know, I meditate in the morning um, and each morning it seems like a new, a new place to be able to to, to reset, to start in this calm, still place. But you know, then the dog gets up to go out and my son's alarm clock goes off. And then maybe my other son turns on the TV and I hear it. And then there's this mad dash to get dressed and get breakfast. And one's going out the door while the other one's starting virtual learning. I mean, you know, where's the stillness in any of that? 
Oh, and I may or may not be able to kind of become the observer of it. That happens every day. I have a choice to practice this. How lucky, right? <laughs> or sometimes it happens at work, right? My computer's dinging with a message alert. Maybe my phone starts vibrating. I got this crazy watch on my wrist. My sweet, sweet husband gave to me that I didn't necessarily ask for. I am loving, by the way, secretly loving. Um, <laughs> thanks, honey. Uh, but it's telling me it's time to stand up, you know, like I've got all these things to do. And I know I've got to finish about five more clinical notes and, you know, before the day's over and like, how, how do I make those choices? It, you know, really just makes me feel like the whole hurricane. I'm like the whole hurricane, right? Not the calm in the center of the storm, but I am the hurricane. So it's so hard. I get it. I, I am there with you. But like all things, the more we practice, the more inclined we are to find our way back, find our way back to that still point. And that's what I'm trying to just observe in my life is noticing when I, when I have floated away and when do I get to catch myself in that and having the opportunity to return back, to be that observer and to find that, that dance that's neither movement nor stillness. It's just being part of that rhythm. Mm. So today I would like to practice with you um, in this way, continuing this concept of finding our still point um, and that we really see it in nature a lot. You know, we see that nature kind of has its own innate ability to get there quicker because there's not this whole thinking mind that gets in the way of things. So I would love, if it's available to you, I would love for you to find a place in nature to sit. So you may have to pause this. You may be walking or driving, which is great because you can kind of have your peripheral vision open. You don't have to stop. You just have to be aware. Um, maybe you need to just walk outside into your yard or, you know, if you're inside and you really can't be outside, maybe there's a plant in your home that you can gaze at. Or alternatively, if none of those things are an option, just starting um, to bring to mind some sort of nature scene, a favorite place in nature that you like to go in your imagination. We will do a concentration practice of gazing or building this awareness of your choice, imaginary nature surroundings, either in your mind or where you are. And we'll end with a very specific breathing exercise called Shashumna breathing. Um, this breath focuses on moving the breath through the chakra system, which is the energy centers of our body. Uh, if you're not real familiar with that, um, it's no worry. You don't have to know any of them. We're really just going to be focusing on moving the breath through the center line of our body um, for balance. And it does encourage the sensation of stillness. So if you are ready, we will pause just for a slight moment to find our places and we will get started together. Wherever you are now, begin to notice your surroundings. If you're in nature, you might let your eyes linger on things that are pleasurable, 
bring you joy. Maybe they're interesting. Just notice. If you're not, maybe you start to recall a scene in nature that you do enjoy. And this may be imaginary or a place that you go often or you've been before. Start to recall the scene in your mind, the way things look, the colors, the movement. And for just the next moment or so, be aware of the stillness that is in your nature scene. Be aware of movement that is occurring. As you sit and gaze, soak up that energy. Continue to sit. You may let your gaze stay where it is. You may prefer to go inward, letting the eyelids close. Either is fine. We'll start to become aware of the center line of the body. So you may imagine a hollow tube running from the very base of your spine, but in front of your spinal column and behind your belly button, very center of your body, maybe imagine a hollow tube that runs from the base of the spine all the way to the crown of the head. It's hollow, it's all the way through the entire center of your body. For a moment, really think about some energy that's at the bottom of that tube. So it could be a color, it could be lights, it could be bubbles or water or any type of substance and just let that kind of percolate in your mind start to come up and that energy is there at the base of the spine you'll exhale completely and then on your next inhale as you breathe in, start to imagine that color, substance, bubbles, light rising up through the center core of you, through your belly and your heart and your throats, all the way to the crown of the head. And as you exhale, visualize that color, substance, light coming back down that hollow tube, all the way to the base of the spine. We'll do this again a couple more times. And on your inhale, you're letting the breath and that substance rise up through you, through your pelvis and your belly and your heart and your throat and the center of your head and the crown of the head. And exhale, washes back down through the head and throat and the heart and the belly 
the pelvis. Again, a couple more times, letting that wash through you up and down. And just noticing if there's a place where it feels hard to breathe through, that's okay. Just keep moving. And taking all the time you need you have all the time in the world. You could continue this breathing or you could start to return to a natural rhythm. If the eyes are closed, you could start to open them and start taking in that scenery once again, looking around, grounding yourself into this moment, into the space. Releasing the breathing practice, just letting the natural rhythms kind of come back to you. And when you're ready, continuing with your day. If you liked our practice today, you may want to head over to the link in the show notes and check out my upcoming virtual yoga class, a chakra balancing flow. The chakras are subtle energy centers and part of our energy body that is connected to overall health and wellness and the process of an evolution of consciousness. So in the 90 minute flow, I will provide a combined mindful movement with guided meditation and breath work that will support the movement of energy throughout your body and hopefully will leave you feeling grounded, calm and energized. I will also provide brief background information on each chakra center. So whether you've never heard of a chakra before or if you balance your chakras daily, you will be in good company. And what's great is you can do it from your home, from anywhere in the world, because I'll send you a link to our virtual space. So it's occurring next Saturday, January 30th from 9 to 1030 a.m. So head over to my website and register today. And as always, be well, my friends.